Bears beats Battlestar Galactica. You really adopted the dark. I was born in it. Sounds like somebody's got a case of the Mondays. Bazinga. Two in the box. Ready to go. We be fast and baby slow. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. And we're recording. Welcome to the Mount Geekmore podcast, your favorite podcast where you come to listen to people argue, debate, and talk through their favorite top four, Mount Rushmore's, if you will, of their favorite pop culture subjects. Today's pop culture subject, as you can tell by looking at your listening device, is uh, the best TV uh, uh, theme songs from the 1980s. From the 1980s. Uh, I am Neri Science. With me, as usual, is David. Howdy. And today we have uh, Missy back. Hi. And Stephanie. Hey. All right. Uh, so uh, that's our, our mountain is basically 1980s TV show theme songs. Uh, the majority of its run has to have happened throughout the 80s. So if it started in the 80s and it ran into the 90s, as long as the majority of its run stayed in the 80s, same thing goes for the 70s and 80s. You get what I'm saying, right? All right. For some reason, whenever we do these decade list uh some people get thrown off and they're like well i don't know there was a there was one year where it was in the 90s so uh with that said uh i want to go around the horn and uh talk about how we selected our mountains so from my view we're gonna go ahead and do uh missy uh how did you come up with your selection um these are theme songs that i can sing whenever <laughs> I mean that's how much I loved it and I tried to stay as open minded as possible and just kind of be objective but I went with my heart and these are just songs that they're like good songs like if they weren't theme songs they could have been pop songs I guess was my parameter alright and did you have any did you have any limitations did you say like no like self made rules um no i i well i made sure that i followed that you know the majority of the run being in the 80s and not the 90s which eliminated a lot of my favorite shows um so i look forward to being in the 90s episode um but yeah and one of my choices i am pushing it but i'm going to allow it because i love that song that much so let's fight all right. Uh, I, I like I like that the rules are self made. You know, the the rules went out. They worked real hard. They did it themselves. They didn't rely on their mommy and daddy rules to like you know give them. You know, they're self made. It's, it's they nice. they pulled themselves up by the bootstraps, man. That's the way these yeah, rules are. Yeah, you know, just just a just a small million dollar uh, loan. That's uh, that's all they needed. That's it. That's all that is. <laughs> Stephanie, what do you have for dinner, bro? Uh, lots <laughs> of dicks. Uh, uh, <laughs> Stephanie, what did? Well, how did you make your selection? Um, I came to realize while making this mountain that um, most of what I knew was '90s, like very early '90s or late '80s. So, um, a lot of the stuff I have, I'm not super familiar. I'm not super familiar with a lot of stuff in the '80s that isn't the target audience wasn't children. 
So um, that being said, there is stuff that I watched that's on here. Um, but I had to have I had to have known like I have to know what the show is and have seen you know a, at least a handful of episodes. I'm not going to just pick something because I know it's iconic or whatever. Mm, okay, David. Uh, kind of similarly, I um I I went with shows that um that I know well, shows that kind of mean something to me. Uh, there are plenty of shows that have, like Stephanie said, you know, ridiculously iconic. Uh, theme songs, but the the show itself doesn't really mean that much to me. And even though we're ranking the theme songs, I feel like the song has to speak to you. And if the the song didn't kind of move me and make me say, okay, well, you know what? I am immediately reminded of my time watching the show instead of, oh, that's the song from the show. Uh, then then I kind of ruled that out. So there's there's a couple of like iconic shows that um you know obviously as being born in the late 80s i i wouldn't have 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 watched and you know maybe i've caught a couple episodes here and there in syndication but for the most part um uh it was kind of like stuff i cartoons were really my main uh 80s programming and and so i i do have uh, a balance of animated and live action here so i i made it a kind of a, a choice to say I'm, I'm going to go 50-50 split here and do uh, some animated, some live action, and um, there you go. Alright. I, uh, I went with uh, shows that are, that I really enjoyed, not just a theme song, but also really enjoyed the show. Uh, but the theme song to me is more important than the show in this topic, in this yeah. particular case. Mm-hmm. Uh, with that said, I made a uh, I made a limiting uh, situation for me where I said song theme songs that had no words, um, I, I I left out uh, only to limit only to give myself a chance of not going crazy over picking this list um so just to give myself a little bit more space i said you know what if uh, if it didn't have words i'm out uh so yeah that's it that's what i what i had um all right let's go on with our number fours with the fourth pick number four round four i'm in no mood for your wife's crack let's get it on all right let's start the timer missy What's your number four, man? My number four is um, problematic, but I'm allowing myself because I love this theme song so much. And it's um, the Chippendale Rescue Rangers theme song. Okay. Why is that, why why is that problematic? problematic? Uh, it's problematic because, because I don't think the majority of its run was in the 80s. Well, what I was going to say is that um, it's technically, per IMDb, it had two seasons, one of which started in 89, and the second started in 1990. So really, it's like half and half, like literally split down the middle. Mm. So I just gave myself a pass because um, while this mountain was a lot of fun, I found it a bit challenging um, because most of the theme songs that came to mind um their run was mostly in the 90s, not in the 80s. So um, I'm just going to let myself have this one. And um, yeah, Chippendale Rescue Rangers. It's like super catchy. And I feel like it's Kids Bop. Kids Pop or Kids Bop? Kids Bop. Kids Bop. Apostrophe Bop. Yeah. Oh, it's the Bop so, of the Kids. 
the pop the bop, if the bop of the kids existed in the eighties, <laughs> I feel like and like it was independent from the show. I feel like this would have been like a good tune for a, a car ride. And <laughs> um, aside from that, I personally have like an affection for. I mean, aside from it being independently like a great song, in my opinion, um, the just the visual like the, of the, all the characters coming together and like um, and you know Chip and Dale. Like I just remember like they at some point in the opening sequence they're like fighting each other, which was always my favorite. Uh, just the nostalgia and like the little warm little flutters that I get in my heart uh, get me going. So um, yeah, I allowed myself that one um, and. Chippendales, Rescue Rangers. That's my number four. Yeah, I just looked it up. If you um, if you want to split hairs, there are technically more months in 1990 than there were in 89. But I don't care. I think yeah, if, I if, don't, it, I, if it's, if it's I don't, 89 and 90, I, I'd say at least for me, it's it's valid. Yeah, right. yeah. I, I wasn't I wasn't gonna split hairs. Nary, were you gonna split hairs? No, I just found it weird that he brought up like he looked it up himself and then brought up the hairs that he that he didn't want to split. I don't I don't understand that one. It's like like just if you want to split hairs, here's the technicality that I found. But I don't want to use that technicality. I'm like, what? Then why even fucking bring it up? There are there are four of us here, but uh, but it, for transparency for the for the listener. All right. And the viewer, because decide. we are now on YouTube. And, and, you and can, the viewer, you right. You see the video on YouTube. Uh, you know, they, they can decide whether Missy's pick is bullshit or not. I don't think it is. Uh, and I think it's a great thing. You just wanted to put it out there that in case I just wanted, wanted to, to put the idea out there right. that, hey, it is possible you can see this is bullshit. And right. if you do, uh, I, I, I think maybe you're being a little strong. But um, I think that's not your case of course no no not my case yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> well uh, my five minutes are up so Th- thanks Mo- <laughs> thanks mr uh, mr mosby uh all right uh stephanie <laughs> what is uh, your number four okay so my number four if you guys want to challenge it i totally understand and i'm ready to, i have a backup to switch it out um my number four is going to be reading rainbow um, the reason I say if you guys want to challenge it, I totally understand is because like, I know that like it ran, it started in 83, but it didn't end until 2006. So if yeah, you guys want me count. to switch it, I will. It, it's the, okay. it's the, it's the Simpson rule. It's the same thing. The Simpsons don't fall on, okay, under no, any one. I was prepared for that. Yeah. Well, that's, that's what, I'm, I'm just, for... I'm explaining the fact, the reason why is because it's like the Simpsons rule that we've had for anytime we do any of these decade shows, the Simpsons has gone for so long that it doesn't fall underneath any one particular decade. So that's the problem that same thing goes for reading rainbow, uh, in this case. So, but what's your well, number good four? Choice. I, I love so it. My number four then it. is, my number four then is going to be Care Bears. Okay. <laughs> um, I was very small when that started, but I, I, my, my nursery was Care Bears. Like that's how old this show is. Um, I just, I, it's one of my earliest memories is is being very little and watching the Care Bears, and I just remember the theme of like the Care Bears countdown five, four, three, two, one. So that was, it was, it's just one of my earliest memories of watching television is the Care Bears, and I love the show anyway, and it, the the theme song is super catchy and. I just remember myself like singing it all the time. So that's my number four. Okay. Right. Did you, you, you said your nursery was of Care Bears? 
Yeah, like my my baby room was Care Bears. My so, mom like made my baby room Care Bears. Did your face light up whenever you saw the Care Bears when you were three months old? I mean, I don't know when I was that <laughs> little what my face looked like. I was mocking your it's husband. Probably. I was mocking your husband. It's fine. Because uh, <laughs> cause when your son up? was three months old, he said, whenever my son watches Mickey Mouse Clubhouse, his face lights up when he sees Mickey. I was like, it's three months old. Dude. He's, a, he's a log. He's a cute log, but it's a fucking log. <laughs> he's just a log. I don't know. Like, But I couldn't say anything because we had just become friends then, and I didn't want to be that guy to be like, yeah, yeah, your son's a log. Uh, but I was like, it's a cute <laughs> log. It's, a, it's an adorable log, but he's, his face is lighting up because of the glow of the TV. It has nothing to do with fucking Mickey Mouse. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but you know what? When Homeboy went to Disney World for the first time, he definitely recognized Mickey Mouse. I bet you was longer than three. I bet you he was older than three months, though. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. only because he'd been watching since three months. Right. Uh, all right. So Care Bears. I don't remember the theme song. I mean, I remember the show uh, vividly. I don't remember the 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 theme song per se. Your Honor, uh, like when Missy said Chippendales, immediately I was like Chippendale. I know exactly how it goes. That's, I, mean, I know it's not the most popular pick, but oh, I'm just saying I don't remember me, the song. What I remember, yeah. It's yeah. like Care Bears bouncing here and there and nope. everywhere. No, that's gummy no, bears. That's gummy bears. I know. That's uh, I'm, I'm doing a thing. Well, all right. Well, oh. watch your mouth, sir. Not all bears are the same. Bears' lives matter. Uh, <laughs> Dave, what do you got for your number four? All right. So my number four, I'm gonna go with Perfect Strangers. Table. That was such a good show. Yeah. Uh, you know, I tried to watch it recently again, like cause I used to watch it in its original run, and uh, I lost like within the first season. I was like, I don't. It doesn't hold up to me. Um, I love that really? show. I love I, that show as a kid. I haven't seen it in forever. I love that show as a kid, man. It was fantastic. Uh, I remember th- talking well, about yeah, step, 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 step. Yeah. Uh, Perfect strangers. All right. Uh, my number four is. Perhaps the dopest of uh, theme songs on my list. Uh, and I'll talk about why it's only my number four in a minute. Uh, my number four is the Knight Rider theme song. Oh, uh, that is a really cool song. Uh, That's such a good song. I love that song. I, I remember I was playing it today. Like I was just going through a, a YouTube wormhole of all the theme songs. And I wasn't going to pick it. And I was like, nah, it's kind of a hacky pick. And then blah, blah, blah. And, and plus, it doesn't really have lyrics. It has words, but it doesn't really have lyrics. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that was going to well, be... It's narration. Right, correct. It's narration. That's different from lyrics. Correct. That's what I said. It's not lyrics. It has words. That's We're saying the same thing. Uh, but... Uh, I'm supporting what you're saying. What the... What? I'm saying what we're saying. I'm saying we're saying the same thing. That's yeah, what I said. Literally saying the same thing. Um, I thought you said I'm all right, Spider. So, uh, I was gonna give myself an out and say, "Oh shit, the heat one." All right, uh, I was gonna give myself uh, an out and say that oh, this one doesn't have words. It doesn't have lyrics, so I'm, I don't want to pick it. And then I I made the mistake of going to YouTube and playing it, and I was like, "Man, fuck that." <laughs> I was like immediately I was like this is the shit and it would probably be my number one if it wasn't for the fact that it doesn't actually have lyrics but again because of the narration of the words I was like I don't give a fuck dude this shit that beat is so good I'm like I'm that's it so I, I put it on my list so it's my number four is Night Rider Night Rider who, who is it that like covered the, the that, that track I forget Timberland 
Timberland and I was a Magoo. Yeah, Timberland and Magoo. Uh, That's covered a great that. rapper's name. Uh, it is. All right, here we go. So our number four is just to recap: is uh, Chip and Dale Rescue Rangers, Care Bears, Perfect Strangers, and Night Rider. And for those of you listening, that was not a hard edit. That was actually me live going, "Oh fuck, I got to remember to go back and do the recap." So <laughs> because I was like, "All right, let's go back onto our number or number four is to recap." And I was not. It was live. As if you go to our YouTube channel, to the Mount Geekmore YouTube channel, you could see the video and you see me spazzing out. Here we go. Round three. <laughs> three is a magic number. Yes, it is. All right, Missy, hit me with your number three, man. My number three is a different world. In a different world. And um, yes, Aretha Franklin. So already, <laughs> is it I'm really? Is it Aretha Franklin? My choice. Yes, man. Man, I had no idea that was a Aretha. I fucked it. Man, makes it tracks, makes logical sense, man. That's, that song you is really great. Didn't know? I legit didn't know it was her. I know the song. I sang it at the moment. I didn't. I didn't even hear that song today. That's how that song stuck in my head. The moment you said a different world, in a different world. Right? Yeah, I fucking I love that song, but I didn't know it was Aretha. I mean, again, it tracks. The moment you said it, I'm like, fuck, I believe yeah. you. <laughs> I believe you. Yeah. <laughs> um, so the interesting thing about this theme song is that um, she did so the first season was one version of the theme song and then seasons two through five for the rest of the run was the one that is the most popular the one that you just started singing um, but she did she sang both of them now what I remember as a child is that I um, I mean I saw most of the show like on reruns because I was like when it started airing um but i remember that when i started liking the theme song the lines that um always caught on to me that always were like a little like pep talk to my rerun loving upn watching little heart <laughs> um is that there's a line that says here's a chance to make it if we focus on our goals and i was like that's right well, I can't get an A on this math test. I did it. But I thought I could. And that's what <laughs> um, So, yeah, it's like a very simple, straightforward. I think it has super six, seven. It has about like 15 lines and that's it. Very like 30 seconds. The other, the other half of the coin, I think, which is going to be a running theme, I'm realizing as I'm speaking about my picks, is that the opening sequence was a, had a lot to do with the fact the fact that this was the theme song was a favorite because I feel like in a show, the song obviously is important, but the the sequence is also like has to catch your attention. I think for to really work together, just from what I think, um, and so yeah, the sequence for seasons. Well, season one is great because a lot of the characters. Well, season one has Lisa Blake and. Um, and, you know, that whole storyline of her being in college and that, you know, that they had a couple of um, crossover episodes with the Cosby's, um, not the dad, just the mom. And um, so and then the second season, it has a complete the sequence has a completely different feel because it's the thing where you follow each character. Um, like it's a what's that shit called? The relay race. But 
not a race, just you know the sequence. Did you ever and see? And you follow each character. Did you ever see the the ESPN Sports Center? A couple of years ago, they did uh, Sports Center had a show. Uh, it was uh, the Six at Six or something like that, and they did a remake of that complete, like shot by shot remake. Oh, and there was a two hosts. It was uh, Jamel Hill and I forget the dude's name right now. It's slipping my mind, and I know the moment. There's people watching, listening, going like, "How the fuck do you forget?" Uh, Michael, <laughs> Michael. Oh fuck, I forget his name. Anyway, so they did a shot by shot remake and they literally shot the fucking thing they shot the whole intro and the whole thing like against the wall like, and then they got some of the yeah, act- yeah, yeah. they got some of the actors from from the uh, from the show to be on it too it's fantastic it's good and they started u- and awesome. they kept using it and they, kept, they were making fun of uh, themselves and they're like dude we paid so much money for this intro we have to keep using it and they just kept rolling it and they kept rolling it but if you ever look it up at sports centers different world whatever i don't know what it, i'm sure it's online somewhere i'm gonna look it up when we're not recording um, so yeah, you can't go wrong. I think it's the trifecta for the for number three is that you have Aretha singing, and she could sing like for the kids who don't know phone book, and it'd be fine because <laughs> that's how great she was. Um, it's the sequence, and also you know the the, the twofold the the way that they played out the sequence as the show progressed, they would change it up. The song remained the same the entire run. But they would change it up, and it was always super catchy, super captivating, and I just remember like really enjoying it. I love so, it, man. I think it's a great pick. Fantastic! It's a different world. All right, uh, Stephanie, what is your number three? My number three is Charles in charge. Oh, table. Nice. He is in charge. Ooh. Of- table. Oh, never mind. She's mm-hmm. in charge of the table right now. In charge <laughs> yeah, of <this> table. <laughs> Uh, all right, Dave, what is your number three? My number three is one of my animated picks, and it is Transformers. Um, the Transformers. They're more than meets the eye. Uh, yeah, they absolutely are. The robots in disguise. Um, that is a song that, to me, uh, like it didn't sound like anything that was on tv at the time like it was so mechanical sounding uh like you got the sense that these were robots making the music because you heard all of these like mechanical voices and it it wasn't um like it was obviously run through a whole bunch of like synthesizer filters and stuff like that but um like amongst the slew of 80s songs uh like 80s theme songs for these tv shows uh, there's all sorts of like synth heavy, you know, synth pop stuff in there. Transformers sounds very different. Uh, there's a horn section. There's uh, like it's it's very natural sounding, except for the lyrics that are going on. So it's a very different sounding kind of theme, which catches you off guard as a kid the first time you watch. You're like, holy shit, what is this? And then obviously the images that are going along with it as you're watching these credits with, you know, these gigantic robots fighting each other. Uh, it has obviously left such a lasting impact on me. Now at 33 years old, I'm still watching the original Transformers TV show. Um, and that's, it, it's a song that the lyrics will never be forgotten. You'll never say, Oh, what, what was the, what was the words there? Like everyone knows Transformers more than meets the eye, you know, Robots in Disguise, 
and everyone will remember that's, that. That's all like I know. Grandma. That's all I know. Is there more to that? Yeah, uh, Autobots wage their battle to destroy the evil forces of the Decepticon. Battle that. I mean, you could yeah. you could. But had again, it. this is this is how this is how often I I watch the show and and I caught it uh, on on reruns because the original run of the show uh, was from like eighty four to like eighty seven. I was born in eighty seven, so I caught it on reruns as like the uh, the second generation stuff was was running like the the Beast Wars stuff. Uh, this would air before Beast Wars, and and that's when I would catch it. And and but the song to me was so much better than the one that they had on the second Transformers show. Um, so yeah, I mean my my love for Transformers will never go away. The music is is a part of that, and um, Transformers. Transformers. Uh, I I honestly thought you were gonna go with. There's two animated uh, shows in the '80s that I was like, he's gonna go with these two. And now that I didn't think of Transformers, I just thought that the other two were uh, better. All right. Uh, um, I gotta be honest. It was it was really tough not making this an all animated mountain. Um, I had to choose to put live action. So if I would have put anim- more animated shows on here, whichever ones you're thinking about would have made it. All right. All right. Uh, my number three is Growing Pains. Table. Yeah. I was going to say what? what? I was I was waiting. I was like, no, I don't know if you guys heard me. I said Growing Pains. <laughs> so I was like, what the fuck is happening? There's no way I was going to be the fucking only one. But all right. We're moving on. All right. So our number threes were uh, A Different World, Charles in Charge, uh, Transformers, and Growing Pains. Round two. Dose, the sequel to Uno. All right. So, uh, what are your number twos, Missy? Growing pain. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All righty. Uh, growing pains. All right. Uh, Here's what I love. Go ahead. Talk about tire in your About this theme song is that of what I was allowed to include, um, that for a family show, like, I don't know, again, this song, if it wasn't a theme song and it was just a regular single, I feel like it would have done really well for itself in radio, for those that are old enough to remember what the what radio was. Um, it's catchy, it's heartwarming, it's like, you know... It's like growing pains, growing here and there and everywhere. <laughs> no, that was the one that was on the other channel, not the channel I was watching. Uh, um, growing pains, humans in disguise. <laughs> and then just repeat it over and over again. Uh, um, yeah, Mary. You're number three. I, I've, I, I, uh, I'm a huge fan of this show. A uh, huge, I mean, talk about taking me back to. I hear, I heard the song today on YouTube, and it took me back to me watching the show, not just the show, at the time in my life when I would watch a show, and it was a family affair. Like my sister, that was the first time I ever. Like that was my first uh, encounter with fandom, was my sister with Kirk Cameron. 
she had this obsession with Kirk Cameron. I remember she had the poster above her uh, on her on her bed, which would which by the way was a big deal for my parents to allow her to put posters up on the wall. Not because it's a boy and any crazy shit like that. It's because you're damaging the wall by no, putting by feel, fucking stapling yeah. the wall. Yeah, I wasn't allowed to have posters up on my walls either for that same reason. And my sister at that point had to be like 15 years old, and that's when she was like, "I gotta be fucking." I gotta. And I remember the poster. I remember it was him wearing a a brown leather jacket with fucking skates with ice skates over his shoulder they were they were tied together and they were over his fucking i remember that oh that's the shit one i had over my bed exactly uh well you had it like on the on the ceiling it's different uh yes. my sister just had it <laughs> regularly on her wall um oh. <laughs> but it was uh that's my first uh encounter with fandom and it was a family f- i love that show uh unironically i watch that show now like it's just really fucking great alan thick that was my introduction to alan thick i didn't know how great alan thick was everything i saw him after that was always like hey that's wasn't that everybody's introduction to alan thick well uh, you know he was like 40 at that time i'm pretty sure he had a career before that just that we were fucking canada does that really count i mean (gasps) do not speak ill of alan thick madam (laughs) (laughs) he was friends with he was friends with robin sparkle so i mean there is uh, wait did you know that alan thick was done I didn't think it was dead. <laughs> yeah. uh, we say he's passed. Uh, anyways, so uh, that was my introduction to Alan Thick. Everything I saw him after that was like, hey, that's the dad from Growing Pains. It took me a few years to learn his fucking name. I'm like, that's the dad from Growing Pains <laughs> was the way I was counted. But uh, I love I loved that song. Uh, the intro on something else that you talked about before and about a different world. The collage of uh, of their the pictures, pictures and the characters throughout the years. And how- but it wasn't a character. It, it was their actual like baby pictures like it was their actual pictures like it wasn't like oh we're gonna stage these shots as if you guys grew up together it's like no no, no let's give me Alan Thick, give me your pictures from 1927 like let's fucking see those photos um but i thought it was fantastic that old actually <laughs> it might be um well the other good thing that 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 opening sequence gave us was our first introduction to a young, a very young, young Leonardo DiCaprio. Yep. Who was a yeah. dreamboat then and a dreamboat now. But it's so funny because I remember watching it. I was a fan of the show before that. So I remember watching it. By the time Leo got there, I was like, who the fuck is this guy? Like, I was not. <laughs> the f- like, I was a fan of the show. So I was like, you're disrupting something that I fucking know and love. Like, why should I like you right now? I'm fucking. Oh, I had I- a different experience? Yeah, I know. But your experience was hormonal. My experience, uh, my reaction. <laughs> Excuse me. It was emotional. It was not mm-hmm. hormonal. It was emotional. Okay, sure. Uh, I. I- you, I'm, not, I'm not taking the bite. You the literally bait. just said he was delicious then and he's delicious now, but that's not hormonal? Never delicious. I did not say delicious. I said dreamboat. Okay. He was a dreamboat right. then and he's a dreamboat All right. now. All right. Maybe I'm, maybe I'm, uh, I'm uh, projecting. <laughs> I think you might be a little bit. Uh, um, I, I didn't say that. Yeah. I, I didn't. I wasn't trying to be. Uh, <laughs> I wasn't trying to be. Um, what's that word I'm looking for? Facetious. I was being honest. Uh, I think I may have been. Uh, <laughs> All right. So. Uh, <laughs> weird. With that said, growing pains is my number three. Uh, it is Missy's number two. Um, uh, Stephanie, what is your number two? My number two is Perfect Strangers. Perfect yeah. Strangers. Uh-huh. 
Do I go? You had, you, go? Yeah, you, had, you had it. Oh, okay. Um, there are very few instances where I can kind of actually talk about things that I did with, and I know this is going to sound really shitty, but things that I did with my mom, specifically when it comes to, to TV. But this is one of them. Um, I remember watching this with my mom, like every, this was like in that first round of TGIF when it first started. And I remember watching this with my mom back in the day. And I vividly remember the last episode where the guy's wife, like, gives birth on the hot air balloon. Um, so, <laughs> you don't, you're muted, babe. I'm sorry. I forgot about that. <laughs> yeah. We looked it up right before this and, uh, like, right before we started recording. And I was like, I have, I remember the hot air balloon episode. And it turns out that it's the last one. I didn't know that before, like, an hour ago. But, um, but yeah, that is a birthing plan gone wrong. It's super. Um, <laughs> and the song is super catchy. And um, that show was just really funny. There was a lot of so, shows in the 90s and 80s that had hot air balloons. I thought hot air balloons were going to be a bigger part of my life. They did. They did a, a thing on Full House with hot air yeah, balloons. Yeah, that was the wedding. The uh, Jesse's wedding. Was, You're right. It was. Yes, that, that's right. That's right. It was Jesse and um, Becky's wedding. Yeah, hot air balloons and quick. Family, matter, like really, Family Matters yeah. had a hot air balloon episode, too. Where he was like, oh, if it's one to go up, then it must be two to go down. And then, nope, they fucking right, him, I remember and, that. him and Carl. I'm <laughs> telling you, I that. thought hot air balloons were going to be a bigger part of my life growing up. I was like, oh, shit, it's only a matter of time. No, not once. I Once I looked it up, when I, went, when I wanted to propose to Vanessa, I was like, oh, maybe I'll do it on a hot air balloon. And then I looked it up. And the first thing when you're fat, like, you do is you look up expensive. a weight. You look up a weight limit, and you go, "Oof, I don't know about that." Uh, it's not even super expensive. <laughs> it's not even the crazy expensive. To be honest with you, it's uh, it's uh, cheaper than than uh, bungee uh, bungee jumping. But the problem is that. Yeah, but why would you bungee jump and end up like Hillary's fiance? Exactly. Friends. Another thing that I thought was going to be a bigger part of my life. Um, but <laughs> bungee jumping or first person. <laughs> but yeah, hot air balloons, man. It's a thing. It's a thing. So, uh, go ahead, talk about, I'm sorry, you, you brought up hot air balloons and I just went through my fucking... <laughs> went on a hot air balloon tangent? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you were talking about the show, you were talking about the show, man. Oh, well, yeah. I talked about it, you can talk I mean, about it. Uh, Bulk is one of those characters that um, I will always remember. You, like, it, it's coming out low. Is there, why is it coming out? Because I think he has an adjustable volume thing on his... Is it, is it better? No. Not really. No. I <laughs> no. I, I don't know what I did. I don't know what I did here. You broke it. What is did you do? Yeah. Yeah, that is better. Yeah. Okay. I, I, I don't know. I just changed where the mic is uh, coming from. So, um, yeah, Balky's one of those characters that I will always remember. Um, he's one of my earliest TV memories, actually. Um, and, uh, and I so associate that song with the TV show. Like, it's not one of those songs where I kind of say, oh, okay, well, you know, yeah, that song is from that show and that's where the association ends. Um, like, I hear that song and immediately am transported to sitting on my parents' lap while they're watching the show. Um, so and This was last it's, week. Uh, right. <laughs> 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 it's uh, really nice when, when you're, like, pint-sized because you, you fit everywhere. Um so yeah, it's just uh, it's it's a it's a song that is, is is still catchy. You you listen to it and it gets stuck in your head. And um, uh, perfect strangers, strangers here and there, and perfect where. 
<laughs> yeah, it's, uh, it, it won't. Uh, it, it, it's uh, it's an earworm. You know, it's uh, it's great. I um I don't remember the song itself. I do remember loving the show as a kid growing up, and I remember for a long time. For hold on. For a long time, uh, I would even say um, it would be a running thing with me where I would say, get out of the city, Cousin Larry, for a long time. I mean, I would say in context, when somebody would say something crazy, instead of saying, get the fuck out, I'd be like, get out of the city, Cousin Larry. And then people would look at me like, I'm like, where the fuck, what are you talking about? I'm like, you had to, you just... Your childhood wasn't good. So uh, I, 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 I love the show growing up. Yeah. Okay, now Facebook is gonna flag us. Yeah, I know. So you know what? You want to know something funny? Uh, Claire, um, what's his name? Aiken, uh, Clay Aiken. Clay Aiken. For his uh, for his original um, audition for American Idol, he sang that song, and everybody thought that it was an original song, and he was, and he didn't like later on years later. Obviously, I don't remember. Um, but it w- you would remember it because it wasn't televised. It was his original audition. Oh, it before. wasn't like the judge audition. It wasn't the judge audition. It. it was the original audition. And so he said that. And then years, I, I heard him on an interview years later. And they were like, oh, what song did you sing? And he was like, yeah, I sang the song. So he sang it live like at during the interview. And they're like, that's beautiful. And he's like, yeah, it's the theme song to Perfect Strangers. <laughs> <laughs> it's a great song. It, you know. Standing tall. Something Dave will never do. Right. <laughs> Where did you go? Uh, I went. I, I had to. I had to get uh, a text message. I know it's completely unprofessional, but I, I have no Super. no other oh choice. Oh my god! How embarrassing. Yeah. Uh, well, I want to let you know that for this act of unprofessionalism, this is the last episode I'm doing. Oh, that's all I had to do. It worked, Thank Mary. God. <laughs> it worked. Oh, <laughs> you, man. That's all you had to do to get rid of me. <laughs> Jesus. Um. Yeah. Sorry about that, man. I had. I. It's a whole thing going on. This is what happens, man. Uh, so yeah, Perfect Strangers. I, I just, I wish the show. I, I maybe I should get through the first season, but the first season, I, it was a tough watch. Uh, recently, like a year ago, it was a tough watch for me. But uh, all right. a lot of shows like have a great first season. Yeah, no, a lot of shows do have a great. Now, the first episode is always like, look, man, it's gonna be a crapshoot. It may be a piece of shit. The first episode. Hire us, hire us. <laughs> but you, I mean, usually it doesn't take a whole season, like to get like even like the Office. You could talk shit about the Office's first season, but the Office's first season was seven episodes. So it wasn't really. It wasn't like they went through twenty-two fucking bad episodes or even yeah. eighteen bad episodes. Like it's, you know what I mean. Like so, I just, I don't know how many I got through, but I watched, I watched maybe five or six, maybe or something like that of like Perfect Strangers, and I was like, eh, I'm not really feeling it. The nostalgia was stronger than the than thing. But with that said, not not uh, shitting on the show because I love the show uh, growing up. So. um all right, uh, Dave. What is your number two? My number two is uh, the only one on my list that has no lyrics, but it is also the very first one that came to mind when we said it is going to be exclusively eighties, uh, and that's the A Team. Uh, this is that one didn't uh, make my this, list because it it doesn't have words. <laughs> I, I I thought it was going to make your list. Um, I was like, oh the. I got to put the A-team. I was like, oh, damn, Neri's probably also going to have the A-team. Um, but the 
the A team is one of those songs like I will just out of nowhere start whistling it and not even realize that I'm doing it. And it's it, it get when that happens, it will not leave my mind until I have played it on uh, on my uh, you know Apple Music or whatever it is. Uh, it is such an infectious song and like it manages to be uh like somewhat military you know obviously you've got that like you know uh that marching drum down to the but then once that like the horns come in like it's it's so like upbeat and vibrant and like it, it still sounds like pseudo military but there's this like adventure aspect to it and it's also like like lighthearted and upbeat, like you get the sense that it's um, it's not really a show that's going to take itself seriously. And then when like the the rock and roll part comes in, you're like, oh, okay, so the show's going to be badass too. Like everything about the show is right there in that song, and it also happens to be a song with an amazing hook without a single word. It's uh, it's it's a feat of. Of, of, of TV music scoring, and uh, and I absolutely love it. I, I was I had a playlist of '80s TV uh, the theme songs, and that one came on. And Link was like, "Hey, Dad, that kind of sounds like the Indiana Jones one." And I'm like, "You know, in like the feel of it, yeah, it kind of does." And and maybe that's kind of what they were going for—that sort of like you know adventure feel and and i i I think that you know they they kind of pulled that off that's what they were going for but um yeah man the a team i love the show the show still holds up i think i i watched uh uh kind of half maybe half of the first season uh just maybe a year ago and uh, and it was still fun to watch and 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 the theme song just still sticks in that's the reason i'll be honest that's the reason why i didn't pick the song aside from the fact that it has no lyrics uh and i made that rule for myself uh, i don't really recall watching the show i remember watching it as i was a kid i would watch like oh there's mr t and not really pay attention mm-hmm. to plot or story i didn't really care there's one scene that sticks out to me and and it was when half the group was kidnapped was being held hostage at a pizza parlor and then they delivered pizza to the other half and they spelled help and anchovies that was it like that's i don't know what happened at the end of that i don't know like hey, hold on. we didn't order anchovies like put that slice back and then they fucking you know you know murdoch did his thing whatever the fuck uh but um that's my my limitation to a team was it's a theme song and mr t like that's all i gave a fuck about as a kid is like just show me more mr yeah. t um yeah, I mean that's that's really what most people cared about, you know. I mean, I, when, looking back on it now, like I uh, I've become a fan of Dwight Schultz, who um, uh, you mispronounce his name is Dwight Schrute. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's he's a really I think underappreciated uh, character actor because you know he's he he plays the crazy dude well. Uh, and then on Star Trek: The Next Generation, he played like a really understated dude really well. Um, and, uh, I mean, the plots themselves are, you know, you can discard them. It doesn't really matter. It's always just a way for the A-team to have fun and blow shit up and, and never really kill anyone along the way. At all. They kind of just, they just knock people out. That's all they ever do. They just knock them out. They are the empire. bullets. They're the empire of (laughs) Earth. They're like, we're not going to shoot it. We have fucking a lot of bullets (laughs) flying around, but that shit ain't going to hit nobody. 
Nope. Nope. <laughs> Fucking great. Uh, yep. All right. Uh, let's see here. Bam, bam. All right. So we have uh, Growing Pains, uh, Perfect uh, Strangers, A Team. I love the movie, by the way. And my number. I'm oh, sorry. You I was gonna say I, I like the movie too. I uh, really really love that movie. I, I I was hoping for sequels and shit, and it just didn't happen. Uh, my number two didn't make money. Uh, it didn't make enough. Uh, my number two is uh, different strokes, because different strokes will rule the world. Different strokes. Uh, I, th- I love this show. I love this uh, song. Uh, you know, this was one of the first sitcoms that I remember, along with Growing Pains, but. Uh, you know, with different strokes. I remember watching it week to week and like following storylines and shit got really fucking weird when Dudley went to the bicycle shop. Uh, I'll tell you that much. Uh, and as I remember as a kid watching this going like, what the f- I should probably, there should probably be an adult here that fucking walk me through this and like tell me what's happening and like warn me of the dangers of the, like there's some, there should probably be an adult. No, nobody? That's, we're just going to let, all right, cool, 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 cool. <laughs> um, but I really, uh, I love this show. I love this, uh, the theme song. Um, uh, you know, I made a comment to uh, Missy earlier today about the, the show itself, about how he was, uh, he was an awful father. Because uh, two of his kids, uh, one of his kids died of a drug overdose. The other one was in and out of rehab at all times. And then the other one uh, died when he fell out and hit himself uh, on a table. Uh, and and I thought that was way funnier than apparently it is because Missy did not laugh at all. Missy was like, why the fuck would you even say that? I'm she's like, laughing it's a joke. Well, she's I'm laughing at my pain. <laughs> yeah, I'm laughing at his pain. I'm not laughing because it's funny. Because when he was saying it, he's like, no, nothing. And I'm like, no, nothing. Like, that's not funny. <laughs> <laughs> good, times, uh, good times good times good times all right so um <laughs> all right uh now i got the song stuck in my head it's gonna stick in your head man <laughs> it's been there I've, i heard it earlier today uh all right and so that's <laughs> diff- like there's an apostrophe in a weird spot with the different strokes um all right, so our number twos were Growing Pains, Perfect Strangers, A-Team, and Different Strokes to Woo the World, Different Strokes. Um, all right, let's go. Uh, oh, Honorable Mentions. Forgot Honorable Mentions. Honorable Mentions. All right, let me pull them up. All right. Ba, ba, ba. Did, you post, did you post on Geekmore or just your page? No, just on my I page. I think it was just on his page. Yeah. All okay. right, so we've got... David A. Smith says, off the top of my head, Growing Pains, Cheers, Dallas, Magnum, P.I., John Doe, uh, if that's his real name, says, Cheers, because no list is valid without this one, Miami Vice, Knight Rider, and Dukes of Hazard. Swarley says, Cheers, Golden Girls, Isn't the Greatest American Hero. What? Uh, it it had the, the ma- 70s? I think it had the majority of its run in the 80s. Actually, oh, okay. I, I think it started in like 77 or 78 and then went into the 80s. Okay. Uh, the Greatest American Hero and Charles in Charge. Uh, Ish from the Better Let Me Tell You podcast says Perfect Strangers, Who's the Boss, DuckTales, and Growing Pains. Ryan Match says Silver Spoons, 
which is a show I didn't even know existed until today. What? Uh, yep. You didn't, I mean, know, about, you didn't know about... I had heard of it, but oh, I, I had, I've never seen it. Alfonso Rivera, bro. Alfonso Rivera. Never even heard oh of it Oh, my today. God. That show was the shit. That show was like Richie Rich, but like live action. <laughs> and we... Richie Rich was also live action? No. Richie Rich, uh, the movie not, that came not, out in the 90s. Until, uh, Get the fuck out yeah. of here with that bullshit. I'm talking about Richie Rich, uh, the cartoon, which was a 60s and 70s oh, like comic the, strip. Yeah, okay. When, yeah, yeah. When you you're made a, him mad? Yeah, w- when you're a kid in the 80s. Okay. It's Tuesday. What else is new? Yeah, uh, when you're <laughs> when you're a kid in the 80s, uh, that um, Silver Spoons was the closest thing we could get to Richie Rich. And when you see a kid with fucking all those toys, you're like, oh my God, it was just like fucking toy porn. That was awesome, dude. You also could have just watched the documentary of Dave's life. <sighs> that hurt too much. That would have been too much. <laughs> yeah, but... When it's on TV and it's a white kid, you're like, that's unobtainable <laughs> for a brown kid. It's fine. <laughs> when you see another brown kid have it, you're like, what the fuck, man? <laughs> Damn it, mom. Anyway, Ryan Match says Silver Spoons, Great American Hero, Thundercats, and Different Strokes. Yvette LaRosa says Fame, The Facts of Life, The Golden Girls, The Love Boat, and Gem. I don't remember um, Fame. All I remember is that it goes Fame. I remember Fame as a movie. I had no idea it was a TV show. It was I didn't TV, yeah. It was a TV show first. I had no idea. Yeah. Oh, I didn't it was know. a TV show first. Yeah. And it, it had a like movie. a very short run, I think. So I don't think it did more than a couple of seasons. And, that's all um, I know really well. But. She decided to move the love boat to honorable mention. Uh, Jonathan Santana Lara says A Team, Airwolf, Knight Rider, and Who's the Boss? Dave Lamont says Miami Vice is mandatory. Cheers, Night Court, and A Team. Uh, Night Court. Uh, Night Court, uh, bro. Night Court are so fucking good. It's on my honorable mentions <laughs> list, and it didn't make it because it has no lyrics. But that fucking song no, is amazing. Night Court. Yeah. has a really good list. Anywhere. This yeah. is a really great list. Uh, I, I also think Miami Vice <laughs> is mandatory. It didn't make my list, but. Um, I don't think the Miami Vice song is good, to be honest with you, bro. Man, I love it. I love it. Can I just. Um, First of all, I went through this YouTube wormhole, so I saw the theme song. I was just looked up theme song to shows, whatever, and the video that I saw for the theme song to Miami Vice, it looked like it was an actual. Th- I, again, I've never seen a single episode of Miami Vice, um, but the 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 what I saw the introduction, like it showed the character's name, not the yeah, actor's I saw that name. Video. That's that's a dude who made a music video to the theme song. <laughs> saw that now, like, uh, yeah, that makes more sense than what we thought as soon as i saw crockett on the thing i'm like hold up what the fuck am i watching what? and then i saw that it was yeah because some other dude's name appears at the beginning of the video i'm like this is not how the show starts and uh and sure enough it, like you look in the description and uh it's there in the fine print music video to the theme song like nope you pick the second one i don't know who that guy paid off all right uh, to have K twelve used for the district, but that's but, so uh, good, yeah. man. I thought it was great. I was like, "Fucking!" I'm like, <laughs> it, "Was it in this guy's contracts to have their fucking cat?" I'm like, "What? <laughs> What's <laughs> happening here?" I was so lost. Yeah, all right, it's that makes a, sense, it's man. a new level of, of method acting. Yeah, that's what that is. Uh, uh, 
it, it felt weird to me that Don Johnson, out of all people, who's known right. to be super fucking egotistical, for him to be like, nah, man, I don't want credit. I'm an actor. Give my character the credit. <laughs> <laughs> like, nah. Uh, what else? I'm sorry. Go uh, ahead. Continue, man. Uh, Josh Paris said only one. He said Incredible Hulk with four exclamation points. Uh, the one with your nemesis? Uh, yes, the very same. Who's your nemesis? Uh, David Flick. Lou Ferrigno. Lou Ferrigno. You don't like Why Lou do Ferrigno? Um, he wasn't particularly nice at a at a convention. Oh, you mean like actual? Per- oh, I thought you meant yeah. that you were just such a huge Arnold Schwarzenegger fan that you took that you fucking know. pumping oh, iron. You no, took no, that no. pumping iron fucking uh, beef to a <laughs> new know? level. My God, I'm like, no, right? I, shit. I listen. Growing, growing up, I was a fan of Lou Ferrigno because, obviously, because because of, of the Hulk and those those really shitty Hercules movies that he did. Um, like I, I loved Lou Ferrigno, not on the level of Schwarzenegger, of course. But uh, so when I had an opportunity to meet him, I was really, really excited about it. And uh, this is actually at the same convention where Peter Mayhew. Uh, snubbed me too. Oh man, so you, that's I, a, you, you left I deflated. Had, I had a heartbreaking experience. Have there. you ever yeah. stopped to think that maybe it was you and not them? Well, here's my thing, I'm Dave. Oh no, I'm just kidding. Here's my thing, Dave. Here's my question: Did Lou Ferrigno hear you? Because you know he. Oh my god. Maybe he just didn't hear you because you know he's. There's so much happening. He's, he's deaf, you know. So he's like, do, no. do you, do you, do you want to know what happened? <laughs> no, sure. I guess. So there was um, there there was literally no one in line yet because the convention had just opened and celebs were you know <laughs> just, coming out into their just picture show. Dave at the fucking um, op- at the at the at the door of the convention like Mervin's like open open <laughs> open 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 <laughs> oh my god Mervin yeah so um, the very first place I go to is uh is is to Ferrigno because his was. He had like a very big booth, and it was you know right there towards the front of of the you know the, the celebrities. And I go to walk up, and there's a guy at the front of the line before you get to Ferrigno. Ferrigno has like just sat down, and there's a guy at the front of the line, and he says, uh, "Hey, what uh, what are you going to be purchasing?" And I said, "Oh, I'm not purchasing anything. I just wanted to meet." Mr. Frigno and like, just say hi. Let him know that I'm a fan and that I appreciate the work that he's done. And he was like, "Well, you you gotta you gotta buy something." And I was like, "I gotta buy something to say hi. Like, I'm not asking for an autograph on something." And he was like, "No, you gotta you gotta buy something." I was like, "That's that's ridiculous." So was like, it he's right there? So did Lou say this or just did the guy say that's, this? That's that's. So the thing is, these people are hired. By the, the the celebrities, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and they and they have to follow whatever the celebrity says. So this this is Lou Ferrigno's rule: you can't speak to him unless you're going to give him money. Essentially, that's yeah. what it is. And and so I was like, well, that's a little fuck. And and like I've met other celebrities since then, right? And when I started going to these things, like I was I was like 18, 19 years old. Like I was fucking dirt poor. Uh, like not a cent to my name. Like I was just going to meet these guys and, and like say hello and maybe pick up, you know, a, a comic book or two. And like, I've, I've met 
fucking George Takei, who's uh, I, I think a much bigger name than Lou Ferrigno, and now didn't didn't give him a cent, didn't give him a cent, and just told him that I was a fan, and he was like, "Thank you, I really appreciate." Well, that. here's the you difference: know? George Takei has money, always has had money. <laughs> Lou Ferrigno was uh, at some point struggling and like, eh, "I need fucking money real quick." Uh, there's well, a difference. If- but I feel you, man. It rubbed me the wrong way when Ferrigno is was sitting there watching me, and I looked at him, and I addressed him. I said, you're really not going to let me look at you? And he picked up his phone and ignored me. And Again, like, maybe he just oh, maybe okay. that maybe that's when he didn't hear you. <laughs> no, because as soon as I took my it's phone It's a fucking out, joke, man. Of course he heard you. It's a, a fucking picture? joke. Yes, I, I know. It's a deaf uh, joke. Uh, uh, all right, uh, Missy's telling us so, that that's Lu- our time. Lu- Ferrigno. <laughs> we- Lu- we've Lu- gone over our time. <laughs> all right, yeah, let's. Um, so the other honorable mentions. Sorry, uh, David Flick says eighteen. Cheers, Knight Rider and Night Court. Carlos Navarrete says uh, Super Campeones anime. Um, I've never even heard of that. That's really interesting. Okay, uh, Transformers number three, number two, Golden Girls. Honorable mention to Knight Rider and number one, Twenty One Jump Street. Um, Jemiah Leonard has Hill Street Blues, Cheers, DuckTales, and Transformers. Um, and then I'm assuming this is honorable mentions here. It says A slash F. I don't know what that means. Uh, Dallas, Knight Rider, Miami Vice, and A Different World. Mm. Mm. All right. I'm, I wish I wish Night Court would have been allowed because that's that's the great. I mean, you could have you could have picked it. Yeah. Why not? Against the rule. There's no rule that says that it has to oh, have no, lyrics. It, did it? Did it not go into the '90s though? No, it went into the '90s, but the majority of its run it was like '83 to like '92. Like the majority oh. of its run was by far was was in the '80s. I think she's just saying that it didn't have any lyrics, so she's just going with that self self made. That's what I said. It didn't have any words. Right, self made yeah, rule. So all right. Um. All right. Uh. Right on. Uh. What. Time for our number ones. Oh, honorable mentions. No, no, no. Uh, I, I'm no, sorry. I'm sorry. Right. Uh, Missy, what is your honorable mentions? Um, my honorable mention um, is Punky Brewster and um, Cheers, Who's the Boss, and Charles in Charge. Good one. Uh, Stephanie? That's it. Um, I guess I'll move... Reading Rainbow to an honorable mention, then um, Dallas and Dynasty. Okay, Dave. Um, Ducktales, uh, which is the one that I I thought you were uh, going to go really with wanted. I thought you were going to go with Ducktales. Uh, yeah, I really wanted to put Ducktales, but I do prefer Transformers and my number one over it. Uh, he Man and the Masters of the Universe has a great, great song. Um, I'm going to go uh, MacGyver. Also has a really cool, uh, like, very 80s-sounding song. You know, they they uh, made that song with only a paper clip, a rubber band, and a sheet of paper. <laughs> <laughs> so I thought that was pretty impressive of the, of the, <laughs> of the musicians. How did he do it? <laughs> <laughs> um, and Galactica 80. It has the same exact theme song as... Battlestar Galactica had in 1978, uh, but it was actually in the 80s, uh, so I'm going to put it out there because I love the Battlestar Galactica theme song. Okay. Uh, your story, your story, I like that. Your story tracks. Yeah. I like it. Uh, yep. 
My honorable <laughs> my honorable mentions are Golden Girls, Punky Brewster, uh, A Team, and uh, yeah, I think that was it. I, Who's the Boss is a great show, but I wasn't the big. I mean, I can you know, it's a good song. It's not a great song. The theme song is memorable. Like, it's not. It's a, on that show? Uh, first of all, <laughs> that's my wife. Uh, <laughs> second of all, uh, yeah, no, I love the show. If this was about 80s There's- sitcoms, I, that would be on my fucking list for sure. Uh, yeah. But it's not. It's about the theme song itself. And I'm like, on, mm. does the, does, do the listeners know about about your entanglement with Melissa Milano. <laughs> I mean, I don't like putting our business out there like that and shit. Now, but uh, you does, know. He, does she ever ask you if you're the boss? Uh, she may or may not have um, liked and retweeted one of my tweets. So I mean, we're basically so they're they're tw- they're Twitter official. Basically, make, we're basically making out. Um, and her husband, who is a fucking great guy. Her husband used to do uh, when he when the quarantine first started. He would do random acts of drawness. He's a he's a children's animator, children's uh, cartoonist, and he would have kids send him like weird things, like oh, uh, you know, like uh, a dinosaur throwing a frisbee or you know shit like that. And then he would just draw random, and it was just and every day he would pick one kid, and he did a hundred episodes. And uh, episode ninety seven was uh, my daughter. He picked my daughter's. Pick. Oh, cool! Yeah, oh, really? and he did, and he uh, it was uh, it was a fish walking a dog, and he drew a fish walking a dog, and he would, <laughs> and he would he would draw all of them within thirty seconds, and he's super nice, super sweet, um, and it's apparently it's gonna be a book. For kids, it's going to be a kids' book. All these drawings are going to be duplicated into a book. Uh, and I tagged him in some shit because I was watching The Office, and he, uh, Alyssa Milano's husband, is in the off is in. I'm sorry, Parks and Rec. He's the guy that offers Leslie the job in Chicago. He's in like a three. Oh, okay. He's in a okay. he's in a three uh, three episode arc, and I took a picture of him because I was like, oh shit, that's fucking Brady. So I took a picture of it, tagged him, and he wrote back to me, and we had this nice. Very nice back and forth. So it felt so weird. You're on a first name basis with Elizabeth Milano's husband. Yeah, it felt weird because well, I was like, you your girl is kind of my girl, you so it's kind of weird. I, is that I'm, what's happening? I'm game. It's, I think it's more of like a commune thing. You know what I mean? Like wherever the oh, like they're swingers. Where I didn't say that. Uh, <laughs> I said, I said where, wherever the oh look, the five minutes are up. Uh, all right, so <laughs> those Thank are God. those are my honorable mentions. Round one. This is your last chance. After this, there is no turning back. Do it! Do it! Come on! Come on! All right, uh, Missy. What is your number one? As if I had to ask. <laughs> Yeah, I think we all know this. Just let me write this down. Well, thank you for that warm reception. Um, Not shocking. Probably nobody on the planet, maybe my mother, because she doesn't know what I'm talking about ever. Um, Golden Girls is my number one. (gasps) And it's a great one. Gasp in Spanish. Can I tell you something? (laughs) Gasp in Spanish. No, don't... (laughs) Don't tell me anything yet until I'm done talking. Um, Jesus Christ. The the song, so the song is actually, and I just found out this out today, the song is like, is way longer than what you didn't we know get that? in, 
I didn't know that. Uh, I did. I, I, did not I that. did the trivia uh, at the Miami Improv. I did the trivia a couple of weeks ago for the Golden for Golden Girls, and for the listeners, this is more for the listeners. Whenever I do a trivia, I ask a question, and if it's about a specific show or movie, I play the theme song or the soundtrack. So if it's a Harry Potter, I'll ask a question like, "Oh, who killed Dobby?" <laughs> Spoiler, and then I'll uh, and then I'll play the I'll play you know thirty seconds of the of the soundtrack. So for Golden Girls, it was the Golden Girls theme song, and it was like two and a half three minutes long. Yeah, it was some shit like that. But there's a lot of words. There's a lot of words. <laughs> well, <laughs> like there's a lot more yeah. words that come out in the show. Like you don't know because there's a, but there's a lot of fucking words in that in that. Well, theme song. The, I'm looking at the lyrics right now and like if you buy a car if you buy a car if you wanted a car i'll buy you a cadillac shit like that that's a big thing so the theme song is seven lines long and um but the actual full-fledged song is a lot more than that i don't have time to count right now (laughs) but um okay so this song, since I haven't heard the whole song, I really won't make the argument that if it was just a regular song, it would have done well. I just know that that literally I could just listen to the seven lines of this song. I could be having the shittiest day. And it's like such an instant mood booster. It's such a great song. You can sing it to anyone, obviously, because, you know, well, friends that you want to sing to. Um, from per- just from personal experimentation, super fun to drink. I mean, to sing when you're drunk. So much fun to sing when you're drunk. Um, and I just think that it's it's a classic song. I have never heard of anyone saying I don't like the Golden Girls because it's just across the board beloved. You can't really say anything negative about the show. And I know I'm veering into the actual show, but it's true because when Neri was prepping um, for the trivia. You know, I was watching on my end a couple of episodes too, and like all the jokes still land, they still hold up. Yeah. All those, the the subject matters are still relevant, and just the entire concept of that show was genius. And um, they should remake it. I'm very, very, I'm very, very. Um, <laughs> I am. I, I I'm gonna hold my my grudge against reboots. I'm gonna hold it on this one because I know that um Tracy e. Ross is doing the reboot of this. Wait, um, there's an actual is there reboot? Like a show? real reboot, or wait. is it one of those like Zoom? Wait, wait, there's an actual I think reboot. It's a Zoom like, t- no, I think it's a Zoom table read. I don't think it's a real reboot. Yeah, I I, I don't think it's a. I didn't even know that much. I said that shit as a fucking joke. I said that as a joke because I know you you hate fucking reboots, <laughs> remakes. I'm gonna look it up. I have, I, think... I I'm not gonna climb on that soapbox right now because we're having a good time. <laughs> but I will say that um, I could talk about this show, this specific song, forever, never, never, and it's just it just makes me so happy. Like they're just yes. No, finish you? it. I'm just raising my hand to be nice. She's done. Oh, um, yeah, I'm done. Okay. <laughs> Can I finish? Can I finish? Okay, I'm finished. Okay, I'm finished. <laughs> um, so it's not an actual reboot. It's a charity Zoom table read of an ep- of the pilot episode with Tracy Ellis Ross, Sanaa Lathan, uh, Alfred Woodard, and Regina King. Okay, so then they can have literally all my money because that there's no all there's nothing people, negative all to those say about women that. are amazing. So it's more like no, not it's, just that, but the cause, the cause itself. Right. Is, yeah, I'm, 
take my money. What? Go ahead. No, I had a really good joke, but then you brought in the cause, and now it's like, now it's not going to be... No, but pretend they did it. Pretend they did it. I had a really good joke, because when she mentioned the entire cast, I was like, oh, so it's more like Golden Brown Girls? Uh, but... <laughs> <laughs> but then you brought in the cause and others. I'm like, nah, all right, it's a special. Well, it's, a it's, 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 support, it's, not, it's supporting the the organization Color for Change. So also, it's not the cause that makes that joke awful. But that joke is hilarious. That joke is hilarious. That joke is hilarious. Every name that I she laugh. mentioned, I was like, mm, one of these things. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. I'm down for it. I love I love that entire cast. Uh, it sounds great. Yeah. I did not know there was a thing. I when I said when I said they should reboot the show, I was completely being facetious. I I thought I was just busting balls on on Missy because I know you hate uh, reboots. I didn't know this was even this table read. I didn't even know there was a thing. So, uh, all right, Golden Girls. Uh, that's st- what happens when that's what happens when you read the headline and you don't open the article. Okay. <laughs> The wrong information. I didn't even know that much. Again, I didn't even read the headline. I just guessed at some random shit. Um, uh, Stephanie, what is your number one? So my number one is uh, one as another animated pick. Um, for me, there's like a handful of super recognizable song, like animated shows and theme songs from the '80s, and this is one of them. And it's Ducktales. Woohoo! 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 Um, I, I—it's one of those things that like you can wake me up in the middle of the night in my sleep, and I can like, at like I, I'll sing it right there. Um, it's I. We need proof. <laughs> Challenge accepted. We're gonna just I'm start. Re- <laughs> we're just gonna start randomly calling her at three o'clock in the morning with the fucking song. <laughs> Are you in jail? No. Sing Um, I've watched every episode of that original show. To be very honest, I really like the reboot. Um, also. The theme song's not as great. It's the same exact song. It's just done a little differently. Um, but I, I love Ducktales. I love Webby. I love, I just, I love Scrooge as a whole. I think he's super funny. And I like when they use him in other stuff also. And I, I love Ducktales. So. It's a fantastic song. It's a phenomenal song. Yeah. And yeah. I, and if I was it's gonna so go, catchy. it's it's fucking great. And if I was gonna go with any animated uh, uh, shows on my list, that would probably be the first one, the first animated list, the first animated to go on my list would be that one. If I, I just who doesn't know that song? Communist. Um, yeah. Good point, Maria. Uh, <laughs> all right. There you go. Uh, we saw someone at, at at Disney this weekend that reminded us so much of your mom. <laughs> was she looking was for other people's Wi Fi? Under the impression that your that your Wi Fi was different than her Wi Fi. <laughs> we 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 were in line for Spaceship Earth, and and as you know, Spaceship Earth is a constantly a in line. Um, so they they have markers saying, "Please wait here." Right. Like uh, every, yeah, every every like six feet or so. This woman who was in front of us stopped at every single one, even though there was plenty of space before her. So she would she she would get up, and like her walk, family, wait, she was with the group of and people. Walk, she wasn't and wait. alone. <laughs> it was amazing. She, she had like four people that she was with, and they kept going, and she would just like stop at every single one. Every and now and then, her, gonna... her, 
I'm gonna, I'm gonna her go. husband would turn around and shout at her, and she would not give a fuck. <laughs> I bet you. She, I, I bet you. I, I'll tell you this. Members. So I'll tell you this. If she, if you drop the box of toothpicks, I bet you should be able to fucking count real quick how many are left in the box. Tell you that right now. That seems very fucking kind of Rain Man behavior. We're like, nope, it's a stop. I gotta fucking stop right here. Like, what's okay? Weird. <laughs> well, Could Dave be. did. Well, we were laughing a little bit to ourselves, and Dave was like, "Oh, maybe she's like, you know, has like an issue or whatever." And I was like, we "We're probably right." And I feel like an asshole now. Thanks, but oh, um, I I thought that that's what it was, and I still said the joke. Uh, and <laughs> nobody on the panel laughed, and I still think it's funny, and I still doubled down on it. I don't give a fuck. I laughed. Uh, I'm I good laughed. with it. Uh, right. I didn't. Uh, <laughs> somebody should remake Missy. Uh, all right, so the. <laughs> uh, Dave, what is what is your number one? As if I don't know, what is your number uh, one? Uh, so my number one um is uh, I, I said that eighteen was the first one that came to mind, um, but this one I think is whether um whether we're talking about animated live action to me it doesn't really matter i think that this is the best written and um and best constructed like the the actual song itself is amazing uh and that's not even going into how much i absolutely love the tv show and it's thundercats oh man i was so i was man Oh for two on really? this mountain for you, bro. I thought it was Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I thought it was gonna be teen, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I was like, oh, but it's a, the the majority of its run was in the nineties. False, false, false. So I don't know if you want to redo your list now, but no. Uh, no, no. I, I to, to be honest, I, I I wouldn't have put Ninja Turtles this high on my list. Um, I, I I really I don't even I know really you anymore. I feel as it says uh, quarantine. I don't even know who you are anymore. Like we, I, you're going somewhere <laughs> I can't follow. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, man. The the, the, Thund- the Thundercats theme song is it, it's so well constructed. Like there's uh, it's it, it's written like uh like a like a straight ahead rock and roll song. And there's electric guitars, like distorted electric guitars. There's there's synthesizers. There's like a nice horn section, uh, which is uh, like predates the Transformers stuff. I don't know if that was an influence when they were writing Transformers. And whether or not you're listening to the version with the uh, with the lyrics, which plays over the opening credits, or the instrumental version, which is over the closing credits. Like you sit there and you rock out. I mean, I I love the words uh, because it, it kind of like it lays it all right out there for you. If you've never seen an episode of Thundercats before, all you need to do is listen to the Thundercats theme song, and you're ready to go. You can watch any episode after that. Uh, but to me, like I listen to the Thundercats theme song, and the first thing I want to do is watch the TV show. But the very next thing I want to do is pick up my guitar and play along with it. Like, that's how much, to me, that song rocks. And there's very few songs, uh, like TV show theme songs, that motivate me that way, that move me that way. 
uh, if it weren't so damn short, like most TV theme songs tend to be, like I could, I could listen to this thing on loop. You know, uh, the fact of the matter is that after about two or three times listening to anything, you're like, okay, uh, that's fucking enough. But, um, but yeah, man, t- to me, this song is the best. Punto, period, done. There is no better '80s uh, theme show, te- you know, uh, TV theme show, TV show theme song. I don't know why I keep running over that. Sorry. Uh, then lay the- off the sauce, man. <laughs> yeah, th- there's a. Uh, th- this is iced tea in here, believe it or not. Uh, oh, to uh, to your credit, Dave, you're right. The original syndication was from '87 and '90. But then it got picked up, yeah. and it went through ninety to ninety six. So you're you're right on that. I for some reason just uh, looked yeah. at eighty seven through ninety, and I'm like, oh, that's uh, it's an eighty. Why well, I I knew I was right, but I also didn't want to be the the type of guy to you know fight that, you on that on air. You love being that, that you mean guy. you mean the guy you were at the beginning of the <gasps> episode? Uh, yeah, no, I. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you're right. I, you I caught said myself. I was not. But I, 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 but oh. I, I, I caught myself on that one. Yeah, I was like, no, no. But you're right. It, the, the original run was from '87 and '90. That was in syndication, and then it got picked up, and then that's why it, from '90 to '96 that was on CBS. And that's, that's um, so. I'll, I'll, I'll be honest. If if the majority of uh, Ninja Turtles run had been in the '80s, I would have subbed out Transformers for it. Yeah, I think it's a much because better it, song it, than the Transformer song. That that song is yeah. that song is amazing. But it's it doesn't count for the '80s, so it ne- it's neither right. here nor there. Uh, with that said, I love the Thundercats theme song. I think I think you're right on that. I I um I don't think you're right in the, that it's the best song, but it you know this is a, a opinions thing. But it is a yeah, great yeah. song. I, I'm with you on that. It's a great song. Uh, all right, my number one is a song that I think is by far. Uh, Punto y Clara, the best theme song of the 80s, uh, whether it's animated, <laughs> a sitcom, or uh, a dramatic show. Uh, and it's Charles in Charge. And it uh, is uh, my number It's It was my number one with a bullet. This was my number one where there was going to be, because the original, to the listener, the original topic was theme songs uh, from 1980 on, like post-1980. Because the previous episode that we did, I think it was April, episode 87 i think it was february of 2018 we did an episode where it was a tv theme songs pre-1980 so this is the follow-up to that and it was just going to be 1980 and then some and then we decided let's break it up into 80s and 90s not really because it's like the bono was talking about oh that's over 30 years of choices i go no because they don't really do theme songs anymore um so it's really just kind of like 80s and 90s and a little bit of 2000 sprinkled in but when we broke it, when we were still in that mindset of doing like all eighties, all nineties, all two thousand, Charles in Charge was still going to be my number one. Like it's, it was unmovable. It, it's to me my. This is how much I love the song. I have since, uh, since the current administration is has been in office since he started running for president. Uh, Scott Bale has fucking really really turned me off by his politics uh by scott bale's politics Why? what did he do he <laughs> uh so he's a tremendo i don't like yeah. that guy tremendo i don't like that guy. let me tell you something it's a lot more than just uh charging me for fucking to meet him uh at this point he couldn't pay me enough to, to fucking meet him uh that's that's how strongly i feel but 
the theme song is to no fault of that. So the theme, that's how, right. right. It's not like one of these things where it's like Cosby. Ooh, we can't have the Cosby show in there because he's a fucking dirtbag and he's an animal. Uh, but uh, also his facial expression during the, that the theme song, it, it hits different now. <laughs> Yeah, well, it used to be about pudding, but now now it's not. Um, so uh, yes, uh, Charles in charge. I I know every word of that song. If you wake me up at three o'clock in the morning and you play that song, I could tell you the fucking following <laughs> lyrics to that song. I fucking love that song, and I and I well, I introduced the song. show. I introduced the show to Vanessa. Vanessa had never even heard of the show, like eight years ago i introduced her to the show and she was like i don't know and then we fucking both fell in love with it we were like i re-fell in love with it and she fell in love with it so it's great man so charge and charge is my what is the stream what uh, probably hulu hulu streams all those old shows uh i actually watched it night court um i actually watched i had the dvds of charles in charge this is like 10 years ago before streaming was what it is now uh we watched them via DVD. Uh, all right. It well, streams on it, it streams Charles on the and, NBC app. It's oh. for anyone that cares. Well, Charles in Charge is my number three. Mm-hmm. Um, I agree with everything Nary says. He is in charge of our days of our, and our nights and our, lives. and our wrongs and our rights. And it's just you know, it is what it is. Dun, dun, dun. There's a newborn in the neighborhood and he lives downstairs and he's understood. You know what was a, a common theme? I don't know if I'm if I'm right or wrong, but I'm gonna say it anyway. Um like a lot of these sequences have the door, the kitchen door that swings back oh, and forth. Yeah. yeah, that was, was a that thing. Like an 80s thing or just a TV thing? I don't know if that was a white people thing. A TV thing because I I <laughs> our house wasn't are we I didn't I lived in a duplex in the 80s. We didn't. We can't have a swinging door in a duplex. That shit don't work yeah, that way. <laughs> I had never seen. I didn't think. I thought that there was just like a TV house thing. The other thing that was like a big thing in like the family sitcom in the 80s and 90s was like the two sets of staircases. Like the one in the front of the house and then the one that came out through the kitchen. Yeah. Well, and yeah. I had never, you didn't have that? <laughs> one bedroom apartment when I was eight years old? <laughs> I had never seen that until I, I went to like I, I think I was at a friend of a friend's house in like Jersey or something like that and that's the first time I had seen that and I'm like this is definitely like northern white people shit yeah it's white people shit man I feel you uh, it's definitely not ranch well, homes it- <laughs> it's definitely not ranch style no. homes so which is what we all grew up in so. right. but I love uh, um, I legit love uh, Charles in Charge the show the fucking I mean I, I'm telling you I was a big fan of Scott Bale I even watched Scott Bale's 46 and single and then Scott Bale's 47 and pregnant I own Scott Bale's 47 and pregnant the VH1 show the reality show uh, with Scott Bale I own that shit on fucking iTunes all of this track yeah um I don't think you can make fun of me anymore for facing the giants. I think that like, you just canceled that out. That's not true. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You don't know why? Because at the time that Nary purchased this, it was not an embarrassing purchase. Oh, I don't even think. I think it might have been an embarrassing purchase back then. However, I do think I do know for a fact that you couldn't get the only part that I do like of the show on YouTube for free. So that's the <laughs> fucking difference. 
That's I, the fucking my, difference. I love that Facing the Giants has come up in three episodes in a row now. <laughs> Set him up and he hits it out of the park. All right. So we have a couple of uh, we have a couple of uh, duplicates here. We have Charles in Charge. I think Charles in Charge and Perfect Strangers, I think, right? Charles. Perfect. Strangers. Uh, and Growing Pains. Okay. Growing pains. So, I'm going to lobby for DuckTales, guys. I think there's I'm going to lobby for Golden Girls. Yeah, I'm going to go with Golden Girls. I'm going to back Golden Girls because that's a pretty fucking iconic theme song. Uh, no matter, like, whether you're a kid or not, you know that fucking song. I mean. I mean, I didn't know it because I saw my first episode of Golden Girls an hour ago. So. <sighs> I saw my first episode of Golden Girls two weeks ago. And. <laughs> But I still knew the fucking theme you know, song. Funny, but I still know the theme song. You don't know the theme song to Golden Girls? Theme song. You want to know when I first heard the theme song from Golden Girls was on the OC 10 years ago because it was oh, like a plot line right. on the OC. Okay. Uh, I don't know. I what mean, what do you guys want to do? until 10 seconds ago. What do you guys want to do? Missy, Missy, I'm doing my part in trying to get her to watch it. All it's right. so I good. it on for her while we were watching dinner. Even even the pilot watching dinner, we were just watching our dinner. Uh, you know what I mean. It's it's a legitimately you know a funny show. Little, you know what's fun about when they air it um, on TV Land and they do like a, a whole block of time of Golden Girls. You know what they call it? They call it cheesecake and chill. <laughs> <laughs> they're and they're gonna get that. that to my- they're gonna get that. They're gonna get that joke in a, in a few episodes. They're just they gotta they gotta wait a little bit. They eat cheesecake in the pilot. Yeah, but they no. they don't. But they don't know it's a it's a thing yet. They don't know it's a thing yet. I I haven't seen Golden Girls well, in many many happy. years. Yeah, I, mean, I guess that's all that counts. I thought they were, I, uh, I thought they were gonna call that block the Golden Hour. Yeah, that's what that I would have gone with. The Golden yeah. Hour. Golden Hour is the way to go. Cheesecake and chill is awesome though. <laughs> uh, all right, so Golden Hour is better. All right, I, uh, everyone I, hates me. I'm I, I'm again going to. Uh, <laughs> The, the second step suggestion of DuckTales. All right, anybody want to flip a coin? Think- Let's flip a coin because we're not. We're gonna be in, in movable. Is there an app? Does somebody have an app that they can uh, flip a, a coin? Coin flipping app? Yeah, there's a coin right, flip. Yeah, I bet you if you go to a website, you know what? Let me let me look it up now. Coin flipping website. Right uh, here, simulator. It's at, you could find it on random.com. Oh, okay. There's a yep, random.org. All right, so we're gonna say heads. Is Golden Girls and Tails is uh, Tails. whatever that other one is. Uh, all right, allow all. Uh, two flips, no, one flip. Do we want to do two or three? No, right? No, one is fine. No, just one, one flip. Yeah, right. one. Uh, they, <laughs> this is so complicated. They let you pick what type of coin you want to flip. And it's all. Well, I have the penny. I have the penny up, so I can do it if you want me to. No, I just think I'm loving this list. I'm like, oh, this is really fucking good. I'm gonna choose the the John Adams. John Adams. Uh, <laughs> I know him. <laughs> uh, I flipped one, and it was tails. So there you go. Oh. Wait. Exactly. H- how do I know that's? How do I know that's? Uh, 
Yeah, there you Your go. Your has his face on it. Damn, right. it's not the face. Oh, man, his face is ugly as fuck, too. Have you seen his face? Yes, that's why they make fun of him and on him in Hamilton. Uh, well, that's not why. It's other reasons. I, I've read up well, on him. Well, yes, but part of it is that he's ugly. He's ugly. You fat mother... Uh, all right, so it's, it's it is um it is DuckTales. Uh, all right, so did anyone get a perfect mountain? No, I don't think so. The final mountain is Charles in Charge, Perfect Strangers, Growing Pains, and DuckTales. I would have had three out of I got two out of four, so I mean, what it is, what it is. Uh, Dave, did you get anything on this list? Perfect mountain, perfect strangers. Perfect. That's right. Yeah. All right, so that's our final mountain. We're at an hour and twenty six minutes. Fucking a, guys. Fucking a. Go us. Go, team. go us. Uh, thank you guys for checking us out. Make sure you guys check out the other podcasts on the Geek Bro Network, including the What's Up Bro podcast, uh, the uh, Better Let Me Tell You, uh, Chow Like at Best with Mike Valdez. Uh, so make sure you go to geekbro.net. Uh, there is uh, a lot of podcasting to be had. Uh, thank you for that. And that's how uh, lists are made. <laughs> Uh, all right. Yeah, that's it. We're done. Did you record this, Dave? I did. I, I just finished. I just, I didn't see that. I didn't see the thing recording. All right. Uh, that's it. Thank you, guys. Peace. Bye. Bye.